Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Andy Koska covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Banner. He's down in Sarasota covering the O's. And he joins us courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline now. And Andy, good afternoon. Thank you as always for joining us. Let's start with Kyle Bradish. How concerning is this for you, this uh, elbow injury? Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, the major concern, I think, for, for Kyle Bradish and for the Orioles, Michael Elias kind of downplayed it today, but uh, at the end of the day, this, you know, the UCL injury, and that is a, you know, there's no, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, a surgery or, you know, there, there are ways you had a PRP injection and, and with a, with a minor UCL tear, which, you know, sprain is a, is a you know, minor tear. Um, it is proven a, a PRP injection that it can have positive results and can avoid surgery. So best case scenario, he doesn't miss all that much time. Definitely out for opening day. He's going to be on the injured list for opening day. But um, this is still a major concern because you're, you're talking about a, a pitcher's elbow. And uh, so it's, yeah, it's a major, uh, you know, it could have major repercussions for a rotation that on paper with him as part of it looks like probably one of the best in the American League. Is. So, Best case scenario, he doesn't miss all that much time, um, but that's best case scenario. Elias also said that John means he could be in danger of not being ready for opening day because he's a month behind. How concerning is that? And how are these two injuries going to impact the bullpen? Yeah, I think you know your question about the bullpen is a really prudent point because. Uh, you know, I'm not hugely concerned about the John Means. He's just behind in a throwing program at this point. And, and while he, he might miss opening day, uh, with some off days uh, for the Orioles built in already, they could, they could potentially get away with a four-man rotation for the first couple of weeks of the season, giving the first two weeks or so, giving some time for John Means to come back. Uh, or they can, they can go with a five-man and, and pull up, you know, Tyler Wells is a great chance to make this rotation now. Uh, probably, you know, still was a, you know, in the, in the competition for that fifth spot even before. But you have Tyler Wells, you have Cole Irvin, uh, Bruce Zimmerman is a, is a candidate. Uh, you have some non-roster guys um, that are, you know, potential uh, options for, for the for the rotation. Uh, but the trickle-down effect, as you mentioned, you know, some people would have penciled in Tyler Wells and Cole Irvin as bullpen guys. Uh, and suddenly you take those two away potentially for your starting rotation and the bullpen gets a lot thinner. So it will be a competition in camp to see exactly how does the back end of this bullpen look. You have Craig Kimball, you have Dylan Tate back from injury. Uh, 
you know, you feel pretty good about the back end of the rotation with Danny Coulomb or back end of the bullpen with Danny Coulomb back. Um, but it, it still will be an adjustment and yeah, it'll be open competition on camp and luckily they have time to figure it out. And this is kind of the way bullpens work a lot of times. It's a revolving door, uh, guys coming up from AAA and got to remember, you know, on the eve of camp breaking last year, they got Danny Kulo. So it's, uh, you know, no, not, not necessarily this, you know, this is not necessarily the group that is guaranteed to be on the opening day squad. Uh, there could still be movement. How, well, and maybe I shouldn't even frame it that way. We immediately started looking at potential free agent starters that are available. Um, does your mind go there at all? Because let's face it, we haven't even gotten to an A spring training game yet, and other arms will falter, right? I mean, I don't know that they're going to have the kind of injury luck they had uh, this coming season as they did last year with starting pitchers. This would kind of already start to portend. Not, and a lot of guys are being asked to kind of take a jump from even where they were last year in terms of you know potential innings load. Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if you looked up Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery, um, I would find it uh, surprising um, that this leads to one of those mm-hmm. two signings purely because, uh, as, as Michael Elias said, and you know, in his words, like the alarm bells are not ringing because they both they expect both Gradish and John Means to pitch in 2024. So I, I don't think they are necessarily looking at needing a you know huge signing of, of that magnitude. But you could, I mean, Michael Lorenzen is still a free agent, uh, so you have options out there that are maybe more mid-level free agents. You could potentially get them on one, you know, one year of the club option, something like that. Uh, I wouldn't rule that out. And Michael Eyes didn't rule it out. You know, he said he's, you know, they always, or could they continually look at, at pitching. It's, it's a position you can almost never have too much of because of injury risks, just as this. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a possibility. Uh, although they do have, you know, people in camp and they, mm-hmm. they, feel, they feel pretty confident about, you know, Tyler Wells and, and Cole Irvin, and, and they've mentioned Bruce Sermon by name as well. And his, you know, what he was able to do this offseason, they were very impressed with some of his uh, adaptations over the winter. So uh, I don't think it's a necessity, um, but, you know, it's something that the Orioles are definitely looking at at the same time. We're talking to Andy Koskitz, Inside Access here on the fan. Let's get to the uh, injuries on, on everyday players. Gunnar Henderson, oblique. This is something that can stick with you for a while. These can be tricky. Uh, are, are you showing any concern with Gunnar Henderson's injury? No, I'm not, I'm not having any concern with Gunnar Henderson right now. It was not an oblique strain, rather oblique aggravation. Uh, and at this point of camp, you know, a little aggravation, uh, you, you just stop. Basically, and, and you hope that it, you know, can heal up and, and go away before it becomes a strain or anything like that of the muscles. Uh, shouldn't be an issue there. Uh, Michael Eyes and Brandon Hyde seemed very comfortable with with uh, writing his name on the lineup card for opening day in, in you know six weeks. So yeah, shouldn't be an issue with should not be an issue with Gunnar Henderson. Although he will miss about a a week of grapefruit games probably, uh, give or take, uh, you know, a week or two of grapefruit games. So maybe a little bit behind uh, his development uh, this spring, but he's been working out all off. Too. He, should, he shouldn't be too much of an issue. Andy, we, we've been talking about assuming Jackson Holiday heads north with the club, Gunners healthy. Where does Ramon Urias fit in to this year's team? Uh, utility guy, you know, and, and this is uh, – 
I still think he has a, a major place with this team. Uh, probably doesn't play as much as he did last year or the year before. Uh, you know, when he was the Gold Glove third baseman, is pretty much everyday third baseman in, in 2022. Uh, won't get that kind of playing time. But um, yeah, I mean, if you assume that Jackson Holiday makes the team, I still think there is there is room for both Jorge Mateo and Ramona Rios because they like to rotate a lot. And Ramon is, is good against right-handed pitching and he's good against left-handed pitching. And, you know, he's, uh, the, the right-on-right matchup, honestly, for him is, is, is pretty good. And maybe he splits time with Jordan Westberg at, at third base. You, you don't exactly know what, what they will, will deem, but Jordan could be the left, you know, again, right-hander against lefties and uh, Ramon Arias against, against righties. You know, they, they have many different options they can go with. Uh, I still, yeah, I, I, I've seen, you know, you know, speculation about maybe the, you know, maybe the Orioles trade Ramon Arias, but I would find that kind of hard to believe because uh, he's still under team control, can play pretty much all four infield positions, shortstop not as frequently, but still can in a pinch. Uh, that flexibility is, uh, you know, incredibly valuable to Michael Elias and, and the Orioles. We're always kind of wondering if there'll be surprises, right? And the proverbial camp battles. And it, it certainly felt like 24 hours ago that, you know, things you, you could you could pencil or sharpie in a lot of roster, uh, you know, maybe even the entire roster, let's be real, that there maybe weren't a ton of openings to make this club. Are there any areas you're you're looking at, any individuals you're looking at, maybe even – you know, some of the guys they've signed recently, whether Matan or, or Peyton Burdick or something like that, who who wet your fancy a little bit, or you kind of wonder if, if there might be more there than we realized at the time, maybe like an O'Hearn proved to be last year? Yeah, I mean, Nick Maton is an interesting guy. Uh, you know, plays all over the field, pretty, you know, all-around utility. Um, I, I still think position player-wise, it, it will be fairly chalk in terms mm-hmm. of, what you know was expected going into camp, I, I do think you know the injury to Bradish and, and you know the slower buildup for for John Mean changes the the starting rotation you know exceptionally and and that as a result um, you know really alters what the bullpen looks like you know so I think that is the most intriguing you know who are the last you know you can probably feel pretty confident it's going to be Corbin Burns, uh, Grayson Rodriguez, and Dean Kramer in the rotation and then you have two spots. Um, you know, probably Tyler Wells in there. Uh, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. And then you have that final uh, fifth spot that could go many different ways. Could be Cole Irvin. Could be, you know, could be Chase McDermott. Could be Cade Povich. You know, it could be one of the young guys, too. So there's a lot of different routes. And, and so for me, the, the pitching uh, battle this this camp will be the most interesting thing. But you also look at the outfield. And you mentioned, you know, you mentioned uh, uh, Peyton uh, was picked up yesterday. Um, I still, you know, I still think Colton Kowser, Heston Kerstad have kind of the front line, uh, you know, to get that, uh, final spot just with the offensive upside, mm-hmm. both of them have, um, you know, the problem with Heston would be, he can't play in center field, uh, Jorge Mateo, if he proves he can be a better center fielder, uh, more consistent, but center fielder rather, um, you know, he could, you know, it could kind of open the path to having Heston on the roster, uh, if you're comfortable with. Uh, with Horry at center. Uh, Sam Hilliard is another uh, one of those pickups that, you know, I actually am more intrigued, you know, intrigued with than a lot of the other um, waiver claims slash uh, cash, cash consideration trade. Uh, plays all three outfield spots. Um, was, you know, decent with the Rockies. Uh, so maybe there's a, there's a way he sneaks on, but 
still, I mean, they, they know they, they know the offensive upside of, of their two, you know, high-ranking prospects in Kerstad and, and Kowser. We still have Ryan McKenna, although Ryan McKenna does not have a minor league option right. for his name, which makes it, a, makes it a more difficult situation for him. Andy, before we let you go, uh, but you guys at the Banner have done a really good job since this uh, David Rubenstein announcement uh, has happened and the changing in ownership, which is going to happen at, at some point. What are you hearing? I keep seeing things like fast track and it's moving rapidly. What I know Mike Elias was asked about it today. What are you hearing as far as ownership is concerned? Yeah, I mean, it, it will get it will get done. Major League Baseball is excited about it. Um, they, you know, are welcoming, um, you know, new ownership in Baltimore. Um, probably by opening day could be a, could be a good guesstimate uh, being, you know, finalized. Uh, but, you know, there needs to be an owner's vote. And, you know, from all, all things we've heard, it's, it's uh, you know, pretty much excitement across the board. So um, that shouldn't be, shouldn't be too much of an issue or hiccups or anything like that. Uh, but still, I mean, these things take time. There's a lot of, a lot of paperwork involved and, uh, you know, it's a lot of money changing hands. So um, yeah, it will, it will happen at some point soon and probably more quickly than, and some deals finalized, but uh, definitely, you know, probably not tomorrow. <laughs> Andy Koska covers the O's for the Baltimore Thank Banner. Thanks so much. Enjoy the weather down in Florida. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.